0: To the CBA Leaders Podcast, a resource provided for ministry leaders serving churches and the Chilton Baptist Association. Our association exists to strengthen and connect churches to complete the Great Commission. The goal of this podcast is to provide news and announcements related to associational ministries and to provide helpful content to encourage you in your ministry leadership as you serve to make disciples of Jesus in Chilton County and beyond. Thanks again for listening. Let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Glad that you are tuning in and listening uh, to this week's episode. I apologize. Last week, you may have not even noticed. I'm sure many of you did not, but uh, I skipped a week and kind of got out of my normal rhythm and so did not post uh, an episode last week, but now back in a a rhythm again. And hopefully these will continue coming out on Mondays as I uh, make that my goal to get them out to you on Monday mornings or sometime on Monday at worst is what I'm shooting for. So uh, only announcements that are coming up for uh, uh, events going on in the association here in the near future would be our Lunch and Learn that is coming up here on February 5th. And I'm going to be sharing at that Lunch and Learn myself. So I want to talk to uh, our pastors and church leaders about the importance of uh, what we track in terms of church health and kind of evaluating our church health and going to be talking through some of that and talking about some tools to help our churches with uh, how do we, how do we evaluate and assess the health of our congregations and what are some things that maybe we need to be tracking and measuring that maybe we aren't currently measuring. And so look forward to that time. Uh, it'll be again on February 5th. That's a Monday from 11 until 1 o'clock, and so if you plan on being there, please just RSVP and let us know by uh, sending us an email. You can email Jessica at chiltonbaptist at gmail.com, or give us a call here in the office, 205-755-3188, and let us know, or uh, most of you listening to this probably have my cell phone number. You also can just shoot me a text and let me know you plan on attending, and if you're bringing anybody with you, let me know that as well. And uh, then we'll have some lunches for you. As always, the event is free because of your generous giving to the association. So I hope that you'll plan on being with us on uh, February 5th. That's it for this week's announcements. We'll jump into the content for this week's episode. All right, well, this week I want to talk about the issue of cultivating a healthy uh, marriage while serving in ministry or just say serving in any kind of church leadership. Really, <laughs> doesn't matter uh, if you're in ministry uh, in a paid uh, position or in a volunteer position or whatever, uh, what I'm going to share in this podcast I hope would be beneficial to you, uh, really could just be uh, marriage in general, that some of these things that I'd like to share with you uh, from really from my own uh, relationship with my wife and and our journey together in our marriage, uh, some things that have been helpful for us that we've sought to apply in the past year. So I just want to talk about the importance of cultivating and and investing uh, in your marriage to have a, a healthy marriage. Um, I've shared many times before that I think uh, we can look in our culture and we can see that the devil himself has a strategy, right? And um, I think his strategy, one of his strategies, primary uh, points of attack in recent years and decades uh, has been to attack the family. And I think that attack against the family starts in attacking the relationship between husband and wife, and so uh just see all around in our culture we see marriages struggling we see marriages that are uh in in danger and um uh, and it just seems to be a really rare occurrence to see see a couple that has a thriving and healthy marriage that just love each other and cherish each other and um and you can see it in how they interact with one another right so that just seems to be an increasingly rare rare thing and so any Any of us who are married know that marriage has its struggles, right and uh anyone that doesn't acknowledge that I think is not being honest right about about things. every marriage has its struggles uh i we've had struggles at times in our marriage where we felt like we weren't really connecting uh on the level that we wanted to or there was loneliness uh different things times in my life where I was not doing a great job of of making sure that I was giving adequate time uh, to invest in in my relationship with with my wife, and so that's kind of what I want to talk about is just some things that uh, we have done in our marriage over the past year that have been tremendously beneficial for us, and we we'll just encourage you to consider how you might do these uh, as well in your marriage. And so, and these are not original to me; I've heard them from several different people. I don't know the original source. Uh, but just know that these are not original to me. Uh, I'm just passing along what someone else has entrusted to me in the past. But basically, think we think about four Ds uh, in our relationship, in, in my my relationship with my wife. And basically, those four Ds are that we seek to date. Well, first, dialogue daily. That's the first one, dialogue daily. Secondly, date regularly. And then third is... De- depart quarterly. And then fourth is detach annually. So let me kind of walk through those one at a time and talk about how we've sought to apply this in our own marriage and how it's just really uh, strengthened us in our marriage relationship over the past year. The first one is dialogue daily. Um, and some might hear that and uh, think, well, that's not that hard. But man, our schedules and our calendars are. Uh, so full these days, that to commit to trying to dialogue daily with one another as a couple, that's that's a big deal. So we all know what it can be like, that if we don't, uh, if we're not intentional uh, in carving out time, then we can become easily like just, as husband and wife, we can become like two two ships, you know, passing one another in the night. Like, we just don't take time to sit down and connect, or maybe we've allowed some bad habits to creep in where we come home from the office or we come home and we just kind of plop in front of the television, but we don't really dialogue with one another or we lay on the couch or wherever else. And, and we just scroll through things on our phones instead of actually connecting and dialoguing with one another as couples. And so, um, it, we got to be intentional about daily connecting with one another as husbands and wives. And so, uh something just really practically that that i do it's on my to-do list as recurring a recurring task every monday morning and is i carve out uh, what i call jt time and uh, and that's for jennifer and tyler time and and so um and the really beautiful picture of this too is that because we use a little family google shared calendar it's been cool because not only uh have we carved out that time to connect with each other for at least 30 minutes or so and sit down and talk to each other. But because my kids see that shared calendar and get a notification, they see uh, their dad prioritizing connecting with his wife. And It's been cool to see them uh, talk about, oh, it's JT time, isn't it? So they've seen this pattern and rhythm emerge in the past year in our marriage relationship where we prioritize connecting with one another on a daily basis. And I actually think that brings a lot of stability and security into the life of children to see when mom and dad are connecting with with one another, right? So uh, so that's it. We just make a point to spend 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, sometimes it may be longer than that, depending on the schedule. And it goes on the calendar, right? We schedule it and we block it off so that we make it a priority. So that's the first one is to dialogue daily. Secondly was is to date regularly. I kind of modify that because uh, some people say date weekly, and uh, if you know my family, you know I've got uh, a wife and three daughters, and I try to date my daughters and take them out as well as my wife. And so on a limited budget, I can't uh, take everybody out every week, and so I kind of rotate through, but Jennifer and I make it a a, a a pattern of ours just to, once a month, we go out on a date, we ditch the kids uh, with somebody else and we go out by ourselves and just have extended time together. Really all that our date uh, night is, is a, is kind of an extension of that day, daily dialogue. We have a little more time to talk through and discuss things as we go out on a date. And I would say, uh, choose, choose some kind of date, again, that, that leads to you interacting with one another. It doesn't, you know, some, we, you know, don't be rigid or legalistic about this, but we don't tend to like go like watch a movie together or something on that because um we just find that it's not going to benefit our marriage as much if we just stare at a screen together but we don't really talk with one another. So sometimes we may go out on a movie. So again, don't be legalistic about this, but but the the focus for us in that date night each month is that we connect with each other, we catch up, we, we talk about uh, things that we need to talk about related to our uh, family life and upcoming events, how are the kids doing, we just have an extended time together, two to three hours potentially that we spend together uh, on a date night each month. And so that's the second part. So dialogue daily, date regularly or date weekly, if you can do that, I think that's better. And then the third is to depart quarterly. And so uh, here's what this looks like for us is basically uh, part of our date night is sometimes to plan out, okay, when are we going to get away in this next quarter together for just an overnight trip uh, somewhere? So uh, instead of having a date night, uh, you know, where we go out to dinner and then come back home after talking for a while, this would be an an overnight trip somewhere, usually within driving distance and uh, of where we are. So, um, you know, and we try to find sometimes free opportunities that come our way. Uh, like we just got back from a marriage uh, retreat that was, uh, gifted to us. That was, uh, free because of Guidestone, uh, financial resources gifted us with a, a marriage retreat. Uh, really th- thankful to Guidestone for doing that, but that was something that didn't cost us any money. So, uh, if your budget's tight, you know, you have to get creative and think of some different ways that you might could, do this and get away, but it is beneficial to have uh, more extended time. Again, it's just expanding off that daily dialogue to now say, Hey, we're going to get away. We're going to go somewhere within driving distance, have a fun time together as a couple and just have unhurried time together um, to, to spend together and talk about things more extensively by departing and doing that quarterly as kind of an overnight somewhere. And then the the fourth one is to detach annually and this is a little more extensive time away if you can do it where you might spend instead of just an overnight somewhere you might spend three or four days somewhere as a couple and uh, and try to just again have unhurried time of conversation together usually during that detach uh, annually part of our relationship uh, where we have more extended time together one of the questions i ask uh, of my wife is, what can I do this next year to be a better husband to you than I was last year? And I ask her to give me honest feedback on that. Like, what can I do better? I ask that same question to my daughters as well on some of our date nights. I ask, what, what can I do uh, better to strengthen our relationship as, as dad and daughter? And uh, ask them those kind of questions. So detaching annually, having more time to talk through some of those things and spend time together is beneficial now, I know as sure as I say that that some people are like man we don't we can't do all these overnight trips. we don't have the budget for that. Listen, I completely understand there's been years where we we didn't have the budget to do that either um it It could be something like you don't have to go anywhere but just find somebody else to keep the kids and do a little staycation right um or uh, go somewhere uh locally and do things that are free, so you got to be creative with this if, if your budget's tight and try to find uh, some cheap ways that you can do this. But I can tell you firsthand that um, when Jennifer and I started to do this in our relationship, man, it's been awesome. And it's really strengthened our relationship. And we've learned so much. I feel like our, our marriage has been strengthened uh, stronger than it's ever been before, just by by trying to apply these these four D's of dialogue daily. Really, I'd say that's probably the most important one. If you had to triage these and and do the one that's the most important, that would be the one that's the most important. It's just trying to dialogue with each other daily and connect and be intentional about that time together. And the second, date regularly. Uh, Go out together, date regularly. Third, uh, depart quarterly and fourth, detach annually. So I think if you put those into practice in your marriage and you put them on the calendar and you make them happen, then I think you'll see uh, an improvement in your marriage. Uh, I would just say this as a general principle, make sure that you invest time in your marriage. Uh, The quickest way that you can get derailed in ministry by our adversary is that he can attack your marriage and he can cause there to be all kinds of problems and strife and bitterness and things that are going to make you ineffective in ministry or may lead to your departure from ministry. So so anyway, I just wanted to share those things with you. Uh, been beneficial to me. I've heard them from other people who've passed them on to, to me, and I'll just pass them along to you. I hope you can find some value and benefit in some ways in which you can uh, maybe apply some of these things. But just in general, I just say to you, make sure you're investing in your marriage. That is your first and, and primary ministry is to your wife Uh, to minister to her and to minister to your children, and then from the overflow of those relationships, you minister to other people in the body of Christ. And so hope that's uh, helpful to you. Hope that you can think about ways that you can apply it uh, into your life. So my challenge to you uh, is probably most of those listening to the podcast are men, Um, but share this with your your wife. Uh, If you're a man. Uh, listen to this, then share this with your wife. If you're, if you're a, a wife, a lady, listen to this and then share it with your husband and talk through this about how you could maybe apply uh, some of these things in this episode to your marriage and what, what difference that might make in your marriage. So uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate each of you for uh, letting me know you're listening to this podcast and finding value in it. Uh hope that it's a blessing to you and continues to challenge you in your Personal walk with Jesus, but also in your your ministry as you serve in churches in the Chilton Baptist Association. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.